Information shared on the following program is for general information purposes only. It does not constitute legal, tax, investment, or other advice, nor is it intended to recommend any particular investments, products, or financial instruments. Always seek advice from your financial advisor, attorney, or accountant with regard to investment, legal, or tax questions. Welcome to the Worry-Free Retirement with best-selling author and fiduciary, Tony Walker. If you got it, you don't need it. If you need it, you don't got it. You don't get it, shame on you. Funny, funny, funny what money can do. Them that have it, get more of it. The less they need it, the more they love it. And it sticks to them like glue. Funny, funny, funny what money can do. Have you ever expected one thing to happen, yet something totally opposite occurs? It can be something very simple, and based on seeing something happen in the past, you just assume that the same result will occur. Yet, for some strange reason, the very thing you expected to happen does not. Webster's Dictionary defines expect as follows, among many things, to consider probable or certain things will happen or improve, and to anticipate or look forward to the coming of occurrence of something you had in mind. For instance, if I were to drop a brick from the roof of a three-story building, I would expect that brick to fall to the ground very quickly. And if one by one, I dropped 20 more bricks of the same size and the same weight from the same rooftop, guess what? I would expect the same thing to happen. All would fall to the ground the same way. Now, wait a minute, if all of a sudden, one of the bricks is descending to the ground that I've dropped and an innocent bystander happens to be walking into its path, well, guess what happens? That's right, something I didn't expect to happen, nor did they. You see, the problem with expectations is that sometimes what we expect to happen or occur as a result of our thinking or our actions may turn out much different than we had hoped. Now, not only is this true in daily living, but it is certainly true in the world of planning for retirement. Time and time again, I see savers expecting certain things in retirement that are actually false expectations of what they will need and how much they can spend of the money they have worked so hard to save. Problem is, most savers I encounter have no clue as to what they will need in retirement and who to trust with those expectations that they have been told or taught. But I have some very good news today because what we'll learn today is that in most cases, listen very closely, you will need a whole lot less money in retirement than you think. Well, welcome folks to the Worry-Free Retirement. And yes, I am that little man in the sweater vest, expectations specialist and fiduciary, Tony Walker. And before we get started, let me introduce another person you expect to be here each and every week, producing the Worry-Free Retirement Show, America's favorite financial sidekick, Mr. Aaron Orander. Good morning, Aaron. Hey, good morning, sir. How are you this morning? Good, good. Uh, I expected you to be here. Thanks for showing up. Hey, I'm I'm ready to rock and roll. Feeling a little, I'm not sick. I just, oh, I'm fighting a little oh, bit of a headache. Okay. I think it's allergies, but okay. I'm here. I'm well, here. I'm, I'm social distancing. I'm about 48 feet away from you now, so that's <laughs> good. I'm glad you told me that, though. Um, you know, speaking of expectations and being here, I need one of those bumper stickers back in the 60s and 70s. It was a popular bumper sticker that said, what if they had a war? 
and nobody showed up, my bumper sticker would say, what if I had a radio show and Aaron didn't show up? So thank you for showing up, Aaron. <laughs> You're very welcome. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're training Derek. He's doing a masterful job at graphics and everything, but uh, you never know. Seriously, that's why, uh, and I know you've, you've seen me doing this, Aaron, a lot in the last year or two, is setting in motion not only for worry-free productions, that's you and Derek producing the show and working, but also in our firm, Tony Walker Financial, and this idea of trying to make sure that if something happens to me, I mean, who knows what to expect, right? I mean, I could exactly. I could kill over dead, have a heart attack, become disabled. I cer certainly don't plan on retiring, but you know, for our client's sake, it has dawned on me over the last several years, there has got to be a plan, if you will, in place, set in motion, so that if and when something happens to Tony Walker, Tony Walker Financial continues on. So I won't belabor that point much, but just, just know this, folks, we have taking huge strides in making sure that happens. And I'm proud to say as we record this show on March 10th, 2021, we really have everything ship shape should the unexpected happen to Tony Walker. I've got uh, three other full-time paid salaried fiduciaries, well-trained in the worry for retirement, a uh, total of 11 full-time employees in the Bowling Green office. We have uh, Gina and Wes here in the Bowling Green, uh, Louisville office, Trey in the Louisville office. Um, and again, it's worth noting, we don't have any debt in our business. Uh, Aaron, you know, we all, I've said all these things to you all, but I think the audience needs to know. Stuff you you better expect to ask other advisors, these kind of questions, folks, because, you know, if something happens to your advisor, what happens to your plan, assuming you even have a plan? So uh, with that said, again, I just want to make sure you know our expectations are that we are going to be here to serve our clients. And you have my word on it. I'm going to do everything possible uh, to be here, and if I'm not here, to have people in place that continue to serve your needs. Okay, the topic is, what did you expect? If, has anybody ever said that to you, Aaron? Almost sarcastically, you set out to do something, especially if you set out to do something. Can I tell you my real quick, my what did yeah. you expect? go ahead. This was from Susan. Uh, no, I don't even, I've got two real quick. I'll tell you the first, what did you expect, Tony? Uh, years ago, I used to do a lot of coaching of youth sports, and I'd been riding up and down a neighborhood near our neighborhood and noticed in the backyard of a well-to-do gentleman there a huge batting cage, you know, where you get in and throw balls and kids hit pitches that you throw to them. And I finally, I just said, oh, wait a minute, I know this fella. His kids are grown, and I wanted a batting cage. <laughs> so I drove back to his house. I knew the gentleman asked about the batting cage. He goes, well, what, what do you want with it? I said, well, I'd like to buy it from you. And he goes, well, I'll sell it to you. I mean... Now I look back and I thought, no wonder he's wanting to sell the darn thing. You know, it's sitting out there and birds are caught up in the netting. And I said, well, great. And he goes, I've also got a pitching machine. I said, oh, this is getting better all the time. I won't tell you what I paid for all this monstrosity. <laughs> so not only did I have to pay quite a bit of money for the batting cage, which is about 60 feet long. You've seen them, haven't you? The yeah. big poles with nets. Oh, yeah. But I had to have somebody take it down and install it. So this thing was a humdinger. It was cool, but it was very expensive. And over time, after a few birds got caught in it, a possum got caught in it one day, we finally sold it, couldn't get rid of it. Finally, a guy paid me nick pennies on the dollar. I looked at my wife, very frustrated. What do you think she asked me? Well, what did you expect? <laughs> Tony, you bought a 60-foot batting cage. Our kids are growing up. What did you think? Somebody was going to gladly pay you what you paid for it? So that was my first one. My second one involved sports, Aaron. Now, this is a funny story and one that I'm glad nobody was around. Very embarrassing. I'm out trying to tighten the screws on the goalpost in the goal of our house. So I'm, I'm decently mechanically inclined, but not much, okay? You gotta watch me in tools. You never know what's gonna happen. So I climb up on the stepladder, 
Okay, I reach around, very awkward. I'm trying to tighten this bolt. So I have a, a wrench, a ratchet wrench, and I'm really tugging, putting some torque on that thing. That thing slips away from the bolt, comes back and hits me in the lip, knocks my head back. Um, I'm holding onto the rim luckily with my left hand. This is a true story. You've seen Christmas Vacation. You remember <laughs> where Chevy Chow, okay. The ladder falls out from under me. I'm dangling from this rim. The first thing I do, like Chevy Chase, I'm looking around to see if anybody sees me, which they don't. But incidentally, <laughs> as I run inside, it required six stitches. So pretty embarrassing moment. My wife comes home. What in the world happened to you? I explain what happened, and she responds what? What did you expect was going to happen? <laughs> you have any? you have any what do you expect stories? Uh, the only thing I can really think of is, uh, so years ago, there was a restaurant over, uh, over in Indiana, overlooked uh, the Ohio River called, uh, it was Rocky's Italian Subs, and it's just a lot of Italian food. Great restaurant. My family and I loved going there. And uh, my brother-in-law, who is a creature of habit, he always got the same thing. He always got the cannolis. He always thought the cannolis were just delicious. Well, <laughs> uh, at, at some point, and this was several years ago, at some point, the, the restaurant went it underwent like renovation. And they, you know, they had uh, advertising talking about, oh, we, you know, we've got new things on the menu and all this kind of stuff. You know, Don't tell me they took the cannolis off. Well, they didn't take them off. Oh, okay. So my brother-in-law ordered the cannolis. We went over there one Sunday afternoon or something, you know, and uh, my brother ordered, my brother-in-law ordered the cannolis and uh, he took a bite and you could just see the look on his face. And he was like, this is not right. So he took a couple more bites and he's like, this just, this isn't right. It was not what he was used to. You know, he'd ordered the cannolis several times. So he called the waitress over and he was like, you know, I don't mean to be a problem, but this does not taste right. So the waitress then explained to him, well, under our renovation, we got some new chefs. We got some new ingredients. We got some new recipes. And so basically... It uh. is it is the same thing, but they're you know they've made it a little different. They've used some different you know sausage and and things like that. And he just you know he was like, well you know I expected it to <laughs> taste a certain way because that's what I've always gotten. That's interesting. Yeah, so they changed the gig up on him. So, folks, since this is a retirement planning show, you might be saying, okay, Tony, those are great stories. What does this have to do my, with my retirement? Okay, so here's two things I've noticed. Two reasons. Aaron, that savers worry so much about retirement. Here they are, and it's not real complicated, and this is what we're gonna talk about today. Number one, they really do not know what to expect in retirement. This should make sense, shouldn't it, Aaron? I mean, right. folks, if you're riding down the road and you're not retired, even if you're looking at your parents or grandparents, this is not your granddad's retirement, folks. What you might expect in retirement could be totally different from other people you know that you work with, so the first thing is most people have to admit to themselves that I don't really know what to expect because they haven't retired yet. That's number one. Number two, and just as importantly, the reason they worry so much about retirement or are afraid to retire is they don't have a retirement specialist in their corner who does know something about retirement. You know, the biggest danger right now out there for savers right now, Aaron, we talk about this all the time. There are 10,000 people turning 65 every day. Do you know how many people out there, advisors, are now holding themselves out as retirement specialists? A ton, I'm oh, sure. Oh, it's a ton. Or saying they do retirement income. And, and what I'd have to say, and this is what you've gotta be understand, folks, let the buyer beware. You better be checking out these people's credentials because what you expect them to do for you may not be at all what you're really looking for. That's because most people trying to do retirement planning do not have the experience. You gotta ask them that. 
do not have the experience with the game plans. You got to see the game plan. You got to have them document how many game plans they've done. They, they maybe are one size fits all. Either they do investments or annuities, but they don't understand both worlds, which we do. So the expectations you must have for that advisor have got to be really, really high. And you have to understand one thing. Many in the financial world do not want you to retire worry free. And when I come back, I'm going to talk about this. I'm going to make this is going to be really interesting. I've never done this before. I'm going to talk about the concept of gross versus net pay. I'm going to dig up. I found this at home. I can't believe my mom gave me this years ago and I kept it, Aaron. I'm going to share with you my granddad's 1965 paycheck stub. Cool. Oh, it's awesome. And then we're going to compare it to today's paycheck stub and how I can make this so much more simpler if you'll just listen and tune in here. Here we go. We're going to be right back on the Worry-Free Retirement. I'm Tony Walker. We're going to be talking about paycheck stubs and how we can make your retirement worry-free. So you've worked 30 or 40 years slaving away at work so you can save away money into your 401k and now you arrive at the biggest financial decision you're ever going to make, where to invest your 401k plan. Think about it. For all these years, you've had a steady paycheck compliments from your employer for all of your hard work that you dedicated to them. But now, all of a sudden, you've got to figure out how to replace that paycheck with the money you've been saving. No wonder you're worried about what to do and who to trust with that money. Which is why we at Tony Walker Financial are providing a brand new free service called the 10-Minute Fiduciary Phone Call. And here's how simple it is to learn more about our services and our 401k rollover process. First, just log on to TonyWalkerFinancial.com. Once there, click on the Let's Get Started button. You'll be taken to a page. Confidentially, you can fill out your information on the screen and then click below the best way for us to speak together. It could either be myself or one of our other trained fiduciaries. It's that easy. So what are you waiting for? Before you make a rash decision and blindly turn your money over to a complete stranger to invest, consider a name and a firm you can trust, Tony Walker Financial. And oh, by the way, if you like, you can give us a call to speak to us at any time by phone by simply calling the toll-free number on your screen. I'll look forward to speaking with you soon. Welcome back to the Worry-Free Retirement and something we're going to do on the radio show occasionally. We do this on the TV show, incidentally, um, to find out more about our television show, The Worry-Free Retirement. It's on in seven stations now throughout That's Kentucky? That's correct. Seven so, stations throughout Kentucky, Anna. So basically, if you want to find out times of those stations, the show is, it's really awesome. It's uh, We get some really good graphics. I do whiteboard segments. Um, but you can go to TonyWalkerFinancial.com. Uh, to find out the listings of the show, and then tell them if, if they want to watch past episodes on the YouTube channel, Aaron, how they can do that. Sure. So if you want to watch past episodes or just want to take a look at any of our media we've got posted, all you got to do, folks, is go to YouTube.com. YouTube.com, and in the search bar up there at the top, just type in Tony Walker Financial. When you do that, click search, and you'll see Tony's smiling face pop up. Just click on that, and you're going to find all of our video and media content. Thank you, Aaron. And yeah, so we have a live well, die broke moment. And this comes from Patty and Nathan Coleman up in Greenville, Indiana. 
Uh, they sent us a picture of a wonderful shot of Colorado. You ever been to Colorado? You've got a brother out there, don't you? I've got a brother that lives out in Colorado. Yes, sir. I have not been out there yet. Yeah, it's a beautiful area. So we appreciate that. And if you'd like to send us a photo, uh, Patty and Nathan are going to be on, be on our television show. But what we do with that is every uh, week we'll put on a, a picture on our television show, Live Well, Die Broke Moment, of you in a neat place or something fun you're doing, enjoying your money, basically. And then uh, once a month, we'll draw for a $100 gift certificate randomly to a winner of that uh, picture. So if you'd like to send a photo of you and spouse or family doing something really cool, really fun, just send it to Gina at TonyWalkerFinancial.com. Gina at TonyWalkerFinancial.com. Oh, speaking of states, Colorado, a little pop quiz for you, Aaron. Now, this depends on really, though, who you're listening to. There's a lot of articles out there about where to retire in terms of which state and which states to avoid. And what these articles are dealing with is, what we're getting ready to talk about is how expensive it is to live now, and particularly the taxation of retirement monies in a particular state. Does that make sense? Okay. So sometimes when you live in a state, there's one set of tax rules, but the retirement income takes on a different look and can be pretty expensive. So I'm gonna give you four states that you would say, mm, that sounds like they'd be really expensive to live there and probably really high taxes, okay? I'll name the four and you pick the one that's the highest, according to this latest uh, article from wealthmanagement.com. Okay. Um, Illinois, it's got Chicago there, okay? Yeah. I'll pick another state, New York. New oh, York. That would have, that's gotta be expensive. Yeah. yeah, California. That's gotta be expensive. Nebraska. Nebraska? Huh. <laughs> um. I think I'll have to go with California. That just, that seems like that would be probably that's, the most expensive. Well, I, I, that's what I would think. I, I thought that immediately when I saw this little pop quiz, I did the same thing. Well, according to this article, now again, this is retirement taxation of income, blah, blah, blah. So it's a, it's their own little metric, but is Nebraska. Really? That's not what you have expected, I, would it? I would have put Nebraska last. I would too. I probably would have gone California, New York, Illinois, Illinois. Nebraska. I think I would have. Yeah, that, that's, that's probably how I would have pictured it. So wow. the, the theme of our show is, what did you expect? Well, if you just moved to Nebraska expecting low taxes on your retirement income, you were in for a shock. So, but let's kind of keep moving, folks. What I want to talk about now is why is it that people, their expectations of retirement are so tainted? And let me say this, folks, negatively. Folks, retirement should be a positive experience. The problem is you've got to understand what I call the money game. Here, here's the premise, okay? The financial world, believe it or not, and I'm not trying to be pessimistic, a naysayer, I'm just telling the, the reality, folks. There's the reality, and then there's the expectations you have in your mind of what you think the financial world wants for you. The financial world has to operate and use your money to survive. Even, even as I studied finance, it took me a while to really grasp this. Without understanding that the financial world, we always say like Dracula, he needed blood, they have to have our money. And listen closely, the longer they can hold onto our money and use it, the more money they will make on it. Does that make sense, Aaron? Okay, yeah, I so think just so. Stop, so stop there a minute, folks. If you're trying to understand the money game, why do you get all these messages? Why are people telling you to max out your 401k? Why are people telling you to buy term life insurance? Why are people telling you to wait uh, until you're later on in life before you ever draw out your retirement income? Why? Uh, would you not want to consider taking money out of your 401k to pay off your home? Why, why, why all this stuff? Usually the responses to your questions that need to be answered, assuming you're a saver, remember this show is for savers. It is not for investors and speculators. 
usually the answers to your question are not being answered because they don't want you to use and enjoy this money. Bottom line. I know that sounds cynical, but that's the bottom line. There's a, you know, the golden rule, do unto others as others would have you. Okay, right. that's the golden rule of life. Maybe we could say of the Bible might even express that interest. Here's the golden rule of the money game, folks. The one who makes the rules gets the gold. Now that is a fact. So you tell me, what do you, what's that got to do with anything? Well, what I want to do, I hold in my hot little hands, uh, Aaron, you see this, right? Yep. What is this? Maybe a three by five postcard? It's like a little, yeah, index card. Almost three by four. It's real small. My mother, who saved everything my granddad ever kept from Bell South, of all the things she saved, I never thought I'd use this. I'm using it today. Is his 1965 paycheck, the stub. Isn't this, you saw, isn't this awful? This is awesome. So it says at the top, Southern Bell Telephone and Telegraph Company. Telegraph Company. Telegraph. A bunch of those, those telegraphs. Boy, I should have invested in telegraph stock. You know? <laughs> I'd be flying high cotton. Um, so let me read you for his, first of all, and I don't know. I've got a feeling this has to be weekly. Like this was dated August 6th. I know this was 1965, but here's his gross amount. Gross amount, folks, is the amount of money you make before any deductions, Okay. And we'll get into your paycheck stub in a minute and the simplicity of granddad's versus what you look at every week. All right. Is gross pay $379.24. Okay. This is 1965, but still, that's not much money. I love these deductions. First of all, um, wages subject to Social Security tax. Although there's a line item, there's nothing deducted out of that. i got to research this. That's really interesting. So no FICA taxes on this particular check anyway were taken out. It's federal taxes, a whopping $42.21. State income tax, a whopping $9.10. Okay. City license fee, whatever that was back then, is almost as much as state tax, $5.69. Now, as far as mandatory deductions, that's it. That's it? That's it. That's like what, three deductions, four? (laughs) Now, and they didn't have 401k plans back then, but here's his deductions for saving. Remember, he was a saver. This is, and I'm sure this was a lot of money back then, but for his credit union, $2 went into his credit union. And savings bonds, that generation was really into savings bonds, $1. So after his deductions, his gross amount, in other words, that's what hit his paycheck. That's what he had to pay taxes on was $379.24 a month. His net amount, $319.24. So really, I mean, you might say it's a lot of deductions, but what is that? He probably had... Uh, what, about 60 bucks? Yeah, out? yeah. So maybe, Something like that? I'm trying to do the math. Maybe about 15% of his paycheck is gone. Okay. Okay, gone forever. But still, so he, he, that's pretty simple though, isn't it? So here's what granddad did. He had a pension from Bell South. So all granddad had to do, Aaron, was track what he had coming in. Mm-hmm. And when he retired, his pension plus his Social Security had to equal that, which it did. No 401k, no taxes to worry about. Uh, no, you know, back then they paid for his health insurance. Uh, the pension was mailbox money, so it was never going to run out. So Security was mailbox money. It was never going to run out. He had his home paid for. He had a little bit of money in savings, never had credit cards, didn't believe in debt. This man lived worry-free. So the question is, Tony, that's fine. Rub it in, brother. Yeah, you, you know, we got all this complicated mess to deal with, and I don't have a pension anymore. If I do, I don't even know whether to take a lump sum or installments. And 
I got this tax tumor you keep talking about buried inside my 401k plan. I got all this money at risk in the stock market, which my granddad never had, by the way, Aaron. No stocks whatsoever. Never had any stocks. Never. Okay. Uh, so what is the point, Tony, other than making me feel like I've got a complicated mess on my hands? What have I told you that I could simplify your life almost, not as much, I can't guarantee that, but almost as much as granddad's simple life? Yeah, why not? Why not? Let's do it. Yeah. So why? I mean, that's a. Why would you want to make your life complicated? The only reason I can assume savers want to remain in this complicated fog and false expectations given to them by the financial world is because they don't know any better. They've never been taught how to make their life more simple financially, and that's what we do. Now, before we before I share the secret sauce here in a minute. Look at this particular paycheck stub, Aaron, that I'm going to put up right now on this screen behind me. Just look at all of the deductions. How many do you count there? I don't know. Nine. Ten. Ten. I mean, yeah, yeah. I don't, whatever. It goes on and on and on. FICA, city, county, occupational, blah, 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 401k, uh, supplemental life. I mean, this poor soul. So as we look at this, look at this. The gross is well over $3,000. The net is just over $1,000. Look at that, Aaron, of all these deductions, out of that three, roughly $3,000, about $2,000, that person is putting away. He's only bringing home $1,000. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Isn't that crazy? Wait a minute, that's my paycheck. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, but, so, folks, here's the, here's the point. When you get into retirement, you've got to understand what is it you've been living on. Quit looking at your gross pay. Your gross pay has nothing to do with anything in terms of retirement planning. A trained retirement specialist, somebody who has personally, I have personally overseen over 4,000 written game plans. Folks, over the past 36 years, I have personally met in person, not over the phone, not yakking on a radio while everybody's riding up down the road, giving out, you know, one size fits all advice. I'm not talking about that kind of nonsense. I'm talking about I've personally met in person, tried to discuss, share, learn from over 15,000 savers. You know, at this stage of my life, I kind of look back here and I was talking to somebody the other day and they, they, I guess they were quizzing me. They said, well, Tony, you know, there's people out there say they can do what you do and there's people that have credentials, but what is it really you think sets you apart? I think number one, my heart to make sure that we're gonna get it right. Number two, my focus on savers, but I think more importantly, just experience. Uh, there, uh, now there's occasionally folks that stuff comes across my desk, don't get me wrong, that I haven't seen before, but there are very few issues, circumstances, concerns, worries that I have not seen in doing this this long. And what that allows you to know, Mr. Saver, Miss Saver out there riding down the road, is you've got somebody in your corner who truly understands who you are, what it is you want to do with this money, how simple you want to keep your life, how less complicated you want to make things and how you just want to use and enjoy this money before it's too late. So if that's you, if you're sitting there saying, well, Tony, I mean, brother, I, I love what you're talking about because I feel like I'm living a complicated mess in a complicated life. How do I get this stuff more simple? Well, the first thing you got to do is turn off all the noise you're hearing. Folks, most of the people, either on the internet, radio, TV, a lot of these people are talking to you as if you're an investor or speculator. They're trying to talk to you as if you really want to buy into the notion of taking a bunch of risk and that you have to take risk and that you need 
uh, or that you need these goofy ideas like you're going to need 85% of your pre-tax income. I mean, those are crazy, crazy notions. And as we talk about expensive states, Aaron, yeah, maybe if you live in California or New York, yeah, maybe you do need several million dollars to retire on. But you know what, Aaron, the majority of the people that come in here, you know what the average person in their 401k has on average. Would you say $2 million that comes into Tony Walker Financial in on Kentucky? Average? On average? No. Yeah. We no. rarely, we rarely, now every once in a while we see them, we rarely see a 401k with more than a million dollars in it. The majority of 401ks we work with, well, we'll work with any amount. You know, if it's twenty, thirty thousand, that's fine. We'll try to help you. But the majority of their range in, in about two to five hundred thousand dollars. So folks, you know, first of all, the big lie is you don't need 85% of your pre-tax income. You don't need $2 million in the bank to make it or in your 401k. What you first need is, first of all, know who you are. Make sure you know that you're a saver. Make sure you know that the person you're working with knows you're a saver. And then finally, make sure that advisor in whom you're going to trust with this money is not here just to roll it over and make a buck, but is here to roll it over put it in a game plan, and then provide the service that you're going to need to handle the changes that will surely come your way. So your expectations are, first of all, the person has to be knowledgeable, they have to care about you, and they have to invest in their business in such a way as to be there when you need them. So that sounds like something you're really looking for. If you don't have an advisor that thinks like that, that provides the services that will help you maintain a worry-free retirement, why not? Let's do this. Why don't we talk? There's no cost or obligation to meet in person or by phone. All you got to do is log on to TonyWalkerFinancial.com. That's TonyWalkerFinancial.com. Or give us a call at 877-499-9255. That's 877-499-WALK. Well, we've enjoyed being with you today. You remember, between now and next week when we visit together, if all else fails, you be worry-free. If you got it, you don't need it. If you need it, you don't got it. You don't get it, shame on you. Funny, funny, funny what money can do.